We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Howdy, CMOS girlies. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. I'm Kate. Emma's here. What's up, dog? How you doing? I'm doing great. It's Monday. It's the day after the picnic. I am recovered from all the crazy fun that I had. And now I'm ready to pod and get back onto the regular scheduled programming. How about yeah. you? Likewise, the pot, uh, the pod, the picnic was fun. Um, if you girlies were there, thank you so much for coming. We had a lot of food, a lot of Bev. Luckily we didn't get uh thunderstorms cause that would have been disappointing, but it was really cute. And like someone, I don't remember who exactly someone brought like a full blanket and bracelet making. So there was fully like a bracelet making ecosystem at the picnic, very CMOS girlies related. Um, I'm trying to think of other else, other like recaps we can give to our, you know, very international community here who wasn't in New York for the event. Yeah, it was a lot of fun snacks. We had stuff from many different partners and everyone ate them and enjoyed them, which was great. And yeah, it was just like nice to meet everyone, kind of get to know the listeners and the real people that are part of the community just because, you know, Kate and I try to keep tabs on everyone in Geneva, but it's also like hard to put like a face to everyone. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Yeah, just everyone was so happy to mingle. And I think it was a really great opportunity for people to kind of meet friends because I know it can be hard making friends, you know, once you graduate from college and maybe have just recently moved to a big city. And so kind of creating a safe space where, you know, you're going to go in and meet people that have similar interests that you can already kind of have something to talk about was, was really great. Yeah. So it was very, very fulfilling. Yeah. We hope to do more. We're definitely going to do more this summer in New York, at least. Like, I think a few of you guys are like, come to this city, come to this city. And like, if Emma and I had budget, we would, we'd be there right now. Um, but we'll get that figured out soon enough in the, in the next few months, we'll manifest that one. So right now we're just kind of focused on New York because we do both live here and that's like where it makes sense. So mm-hmm. TBD on events, um, also on socials, we're doing a lot more on Instagram. Like we've started this new thing of like see Australia's moments. Cause Emma and I kind of want to see like a glimpse into your guys's lives you know, what supplements are you taking? What food are you guys consuming and what moments are you having? And so it's been fun to see what the girlies are doing. Like when you spill your matcha or when like, 
some mason jar drama or anything else that you guys have been sharing um emma and i have been loving tapping through it so keep it up yeah they're extremely relatable so yeah i also think it'd be fun if anyone tweets something you can just use yeah. some random um hashtag maybe like whatever cmos release moment or whatever it is that we call it on instagram because i think tweets are also really funny um yeah. and if you're not someone who boasts on ig and you are chronically online on twitter definitely feel Could free be to the use place. that as your vessel yeah if you're more of a the writer than the photographer um maybe you're exactly. funny tweets up there yeah let us know um I guess we'll get into our intro topics. My first one is that I'm literally sitting on the floor when we're recording. Um, maybe I'll take a screenshot of what Emma and I look like when we're potting. Like some people ask for us to do clips. Like a lot of podcasts are on YouTube, which I totally forget. Um, but anyways, I am sitting on my floor. One reason, which is not the primary reason, but one reason is that I'm doing laundry of my sheets right now. The second reason is that I got hooked to some new health and wellness people that I've never heard about. They were on the Ritual podcast and I'm going to look them up. I just shared it on my Instagram. It's a couple and they are specialized in movement and they specialize in mobility specifically. The names are Kelly and Juliet Starrett. Um, and the book that they have, I just ordered it, is called Born to Move, I want to say, something like that. Um, but yeah, the, the way they were t- or built to move is what it's called. The 10 essential habits to help you move freely. They were talking about like so many things that were just blowing my mind. I've already kind of prioritized mobility. I would say this first part of the year, at least for 2023. And I'm like proud of myself that I've started to care about like the unsexy parts of exercise. Like I haven't really cared about anything when it comes to like actual fitness performance. I care a lot more about like mobility, pain pain management, injury prevention and shit. And so I'm really excited to dive into their book. And so the reason I'm sitting on my floor is because one of the things they said is like, oftentimes we don't really repair ourselves if we've had like a long day or something like that, or we can't find time to make room for mobility because it seems like this upending like hour long task. And so they said they tell their clients to like sit on the floor at the end of the day with a tennis ball and just like scroll on your phone and then kind of like mindfully just you know, massage your feet with the tennis ball or like roll out your calves or something like that. So that's what I'm going to be doing when we're potting today. Um, getting two things done at once. I'm not really a fan of like multitasking, but I feel like this is just very easy, low lift effort to do. So I'll get, let you guys know on my, um, newfound mobility journey, if I'm doing weird shit throughout the day. Pretty tight. I haven't listened to that podcast, but maybe I will. I feel like I, again, per usual, have been bored with all the podcasts that we've been, that I typically listen to. So I'll check those people out. Yeah, I, um, I don't our- really have any crazy updates, but I, you know, we love to make our chia seed jam over here in the CMOS Really universe. And oh. typically I do it with like blueberries or raspberries. And I bought like frozen mango from Trader Joe's. And I usually get the non-organic one because I like the non-organic more, but I actually picked up the organic, whatever, besides the point. And like it had freezer burn like all over the mango. And I didn't even really realize that until I got home. And so I'm like, well, this isn't like super edible for me to put on top of whatever or like snack on it like on its own because it was all like a hard rock. And I was like, mm, you know what? I'm going to make mango chia seed jam because I'm sure that will turn out delicious. And I posted on our very, very secret private Instagram or Twitter where we post funny food photos. <laughs> And it just like looks like a chia seed disaster. And like, obviously mangoes don't have seeds, so they don't kind of like macerate and turn into that jammy consistency. And it truly is just like a chunk of mango covered in like chia seed goo. It tastes all right, but I don't love it. Um, It just really brought me back to my circa 2018, 2019 vegan days where I would just like really experiment in the kitchen and have like no plan or process um in store and just end up with like really inedible and questionable stuff um 
so yeah, that has been my only weird food moment. I've been like eating out a lot recently because I've been in my social era, as I like to call it, which has been great. But that also just means that I'm like eating very interesting and odd food combinations. So my body is just kind of like, Emma, what is going on? Because I'm usually, you know, a little, I'm very good when it comes to routine and like eating and all that. So whenever I maybe go off the beaten path, my body's like, we don't know like what to do with all this like cheese and other ingredients, but it's been fun. Slay. Yeah, I've also been eating out a lot. And so whenever I'm home, I feel like I'm not thinking about cooking as much. But one thing that I've been doing recently, um, this is like c- coming off our picnic. So one of the brands, Ruse, um, a woman named Lizzie that lives in New York, she makes different like a Zatar um, shaker almost. It kind of looks like a Parmesan cheese bottle, but it's a Zatar inside of it. And one of her products is like a honey with Zatar mixed into it. And I never really eat honey in like a savory way unless like a restaurant were to prepare it that way. And so while I was waiting between phone calls and just like really famished at like two o'clock today, I got my cottage cheese out and I've been buying the double cream cheese cottage cheese, which I told Emma off pod by uh, Good Culture. And it's just a lot thicker. I feel like sometimes the cottage cheese liquid gives me the ick. So the, the double cream cheese is like pretty sturdy, if that makes sense. Um, And so I've been taking my Mary's crackers, the everything flavor taking it into the cottage cheese and then putting the Zatar honey on top with a little bit of nutritional yeast. And it's like the perfect bite ever. Like I love the honey with the savory moment, like the salt and the pepper from the cracker. So I'd highly recommend that you would try that out because I don't know, I don't want to eat cottage cheese in a sweet way. I've so decided of recently, like the savory is like my go-to with it now. Yeah. I do love the savory and cottage cheese as well. I've just been Yeah, my usual cottage cheese combination is really just a shit ton of black pepper, a little bit of olive oil, like chopped cherry tomatoes. I know you're not a tomato fan, but Mm -hmm. that is divine, in my opinion. I also put chopped radishes in my cottage cheese the other day, and it was like really questionable. Um, But yeah, shout out cottage cheese. I guess there was like a news article or there was like a headline that I shared with Kate, and I don't even know who the like publication was, but the title is Way Cool, W-H-E-Y. Gen Z discovers cottage cheese. Lumpy white curds are mixed into cookies, ice cream, and more. Winnie new fans. And you know what? I never really thought Gen Z would be the generation to make cottage cheese cool, but here we are and anything is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Cottage cheese, it's really had its a long-lasting moment. When it first started, I thought it was going to be a few weeks, and it's been months. It's probably been a defining food thing of the entire year, so... Shout out to that. Um, Keep getting creative with it, I suppose. Gen Z discovering. It's like the same articles that were like Gen Z's discovering tin fish, like a really um, a depressing food to eat. Like when people are spending like exorbitant amounts on a food that is supposed to be like you're struggling if you're eating tin fish. Um, I feel like cottage cheese is the same vein when people are like, are you good if you're eating cottage cheese? Like, are you mentally okay? But I am thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. 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 Um, Today's episode is about detoxing. I feel like we've done podcasts kind of touching on this and you guys probably know our overall takes on detoxing. But that being said, you know, our biases and like perceptions about detoxing always can be challenged and we always can learn more about it. So this episode's talking about like, why does detoxing exist? Does your liver do the job or could you possibly need products? Like, is the word even regulated by the government? And I think you guys will learn a lot. And I think it's very important for us to like debunk this, but also realize like there is a lot of like validity to it as well. Not a lot, a little, I'll say. There's validity here and there sprinkled in, sprinkled in throughout. Sprinkled in. Um, Good to be educated, even if you are an educated hater of a wellness thing. So hopefully that episode, this episode will help you on that journey. Yeah. And so let's just get into the episode then, because I'm excited to talk about detoxing and lymphatic drainage and gua sha. Let's do it. I'll call you back and we'll get into the pod. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, to get into all things detoxing, we'll kind of start with the background of history of like, why is detox so popular? Where did the idea come from? Is it a new phenomenon? Does it have validity? And then we'll get into more technical stuff. So as you can imagine, detoxing actually has been popular for thousands of years, and it's been a method of ridding the body of harmful poisons, drugs, or what we call toxins. So it dates back to 2000 BC. Practices have been adopted around the world from acupuncture in China to different Ayurvedic medicine uh, practices in India. And Harvard had this article kind of talking about detoxes and what like the scientists there think. So obviously this is like a very Western establishment. And Harvard Medical Journal said that Native Americans have long used various forms of ritual cleansing and purification, such as the sauna-like sweat lodge. Bloodletting, enemas, and fasting were regarded as legitimate medical therapies until the early 20th century. Today's renewed interest 
in self-administered detoxification reflects concern about a variety of things, such as emerging pathogens, lead in toys, mercury in fish, smog in the air, pollutants in the river and lakes, tainted beef, pharmaceuticals in the water supply, and synthetic chemicals with unknown properties. So this is all to say that detoxification has been around, but kind of this newer wave of detoxification is talking a lot about like the world we live in is a lot more toxic than the world that originally was here before humans came and fucked everything up. So I agree with this to its extent. Like, I think that some people are actually pretty targeted in like what they are detoxifying by. But I do think that like when the average person is like, I'm going on a detox, they're not being like, I'm going on a detox from my polluted water supply or lead in toys or mercury and fish. It's kind of just like, I'm detoxifying. And the way that I interpret that is that like, I'm losing weight. Like, that's what I think people mean when they say that, like, I'm going on a detox. It's like, I'm going to rapidly lose weight as fast as I can. Like when Gwyneth Paltrow said that she detoxifies, like, I don't think she actually was thinking about like pharmaceuticals in the water supply. She was just thinking like, I'm going to lose weight and look thinner. Yeah, no, I completely agree. This is definitely just a way to cover up like you wanting to go through rapid weight loss or maybe go down, I don't know, an anorexia rabbit hole. Um, and I think yeah. like anyone who like tells himself otherwise is like definitely lying to themselves. Like you're like, it just, it doesn't make sense to be like, I'm going to like go on a detox before I go on like my bachelorette party and I'm only going to drink, drink, drink green juices. That's like, no, you're only drinking those green juices because you want to be like skinny for Instagram photos. <laughs> like, yeah, just, like, like shut up. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people, as I like mentioned in this quote, like there have been um, different cultural traditions and practices that do implement like modes of detoxing. But the modern context of like the Western detox is like it's entirely some weight loss bullshit, which I'll get into now. The global detox market was valued at over $51 billion last year, which is far beyond like the ancient traditions. And now we have like delved into a lot of bunk science in that area. Um, And if you hear from like fans of the detoxing, the modern detox and cleanses, they usually claim certain health benefits, which I'm sure that people are aware of. They'll say things like, I have improved energy. I have weight loss. I have relief from constipation. My headaches have gone away and my muscle aches and fatigue has gone away. So the idea behind what people claim when they're like, I'm going to go into detox is that you're going to give your digestive system a break. It's the same thing as like when you're fasting or when you're not eating, when you're asleep, your body is not processing energy. Digestion is an energetic process. So the idea of fasting is that you're allowing your digestive system to heal and then better absorb nutrients in the future by taking a break from it. The problem is, there's a lot of problems. One of the problems is that ingredients that are suggested in a cleanse aren't necessarily bad for you. They're just not likely to do what they say. So you drinking like celery, kale, collard green juice, that's not like inherently bad. Those are like good foods. Like most dietitians would be like, those are three good things. It's just like not going to rapidly change your body, your life, your feelings of fatigue and energy and stuff like that. So that's where the the actual health claims are kind of lost. Um, the juice cleanse stuff specifically is probably the most bogus of all of them. There's some other, like the parasite cleanse I'll talk about in those like diet fucking teas. Like what are they called? Like the skinny teas or, um, yeah, like the skinny Garcina stuff that you always see. at yeah. Or like the, I feel like Kim Kardashian had one of those teas. Yeah. Like flat tummy tea or something. Belly tea or some shit like that, whatever. Um, so the juice cleanses is basically like an entire industry that's built around this notion of like cleaning out your system with a series of juices. They're super expensive. If you looked at any of the sites and they kind of there's in some cases they replace all of your meals and you're only drinking juices and then some they're like kind of in compound whatever the hell doesn't really matter it's just really expensive because you are getting 
cold pressed juice, which means that it has no pulp in it. So you have to use so many vegetables to just get like the extract of that. Um, and there's a lot of things about juicing that uh, are really like problematic that people don't like to talk about because they're like, well, I'm doing something that's healthy. It's like, you know, that some of this is not healthy, what you are doing. Um, juicing as an example is commonly associated with a very low consumption of calories, not to mention low quality of nutrients. You are getting like literally no protein. You're getting no fiber. You're getting no fat. You're like, you're getting nothing in your diet. And for some people they say like, oh, it like cleanses me. And like, that basically means like it leads to quick weight loss. Like that's what these people are looking for, but these effects aren't likely to last. Um, the juice bottles are obviously really costly because like, you're not gonna be able to financially keep up with that habit. But the second thing is that like, you're losing water weight. You're not actually like gaining muscle in a proper way. Your body's not becoming more efficient. It's like, you're starving yourself of food. Your body's adapting by only able to like take in liquid. And then once you start eating food again, like everything's going to come back. So it's like a really dumb logic to think that a juice cleanse before your wedding is going to like do anything compositionally um and that gets into like water and like the cayenne pepper like skinny teas any of that stuff um first of all the teas can cause a lot of diarrhea and they also can cause dehydration there was a pop popular cleanse and i feel like you still see it every now and then where people would drink water with lemon and like maple syrup and cayenne powder and be like this is my morning like liquid whatever the hell um, there's this doctor that he said he saw a bunch of people who came in with bad dehydration and saw a bunch of kids with kidney injuries and found out that they were doing that like cayenne water trend thing. So like you're kind of risking your body when you put things in it that are not approved by anyone um, and you don't have any evidence supporting like you going and doing that cayenne water thing. And, you know, taking advice from a celebrity like Kim Kardashian it's probably not a good idea to begin with. If you are seriously struggling with something related to your kidneys and livers, like I wouldn't, I would talk to your doctor. I wouldn't just consult a celebrity who's selling you fit tea for that. And I think when it comes to holistic remedies, specifically things like, let's say lemon juice or lemon water and cayenne pepper and maple syrup, like this water thing I was mentioning, we often only think about the positive benefits that could accrue from starting that. Like, okay, I'm going to feel more energized. My digestion's going to speed up and I'm, my skin is going to start glowing. But since it seems just so like, it doesn't seem like you're taking a hard drug or it doesn't seem like you're doing anything that severe. We never really think about the risks. We never think of like, oh, if I take chlorophyll for a month, like maybe that could fuck me up. But it seems like so just like hippy dippy that like it couldn't do that. So that's something I would consider before you start any of these like juice cleanses and stuff. Like it can fuck up the enamel on your teeth. It can fuck up your metabolism. It can fuck up the way that your body processes sugar and glucose and stuff like that. So just because it seems like it is a healthy food, it is you're drinking juice cannot be healthy for your body. And so this answer, like to get to the question of like, well, does anyone need to go on a detox ever or a cleanse ever? That's something that would only be really just prescribed by your doctor or like whoever you trust to give you medical advice. Like unless you have a digestive disorder, like Crohn's disease or gastroparnitis, there's no conclusive like medical evidence that it is going to benefit your digestive tract in any significant way. If you have like a kidney or liver problem, you know, you could have issues with flushing out things, but that's something that your doctor should guide you on what to do. Like you shouldn't be going on TikTok and like looking at like chia seed water cleanses to like fix that. Like that's a pretty serious thing. So I don't think anyone really needs to be going and buying like some detox juice type stuff right now. Yeah. And you definitely don't because guess what? Our body naturally detoxes itself. We got a liver, right? Like you got a liver, baby. So crazy that our body knows how to do that. And crazy. that's why whenever, when, whenever anyone says like, oh yeah, I'm going like on a detox cleanse, I'm like, 
okay, well, you actually don't need to do that because your liver and like other parts of your body do that. So what's the purpose of here? Like yeah. you're obviously not actually trying to detox. Like we have said a million times in this podcast. Um, and we're going to, I'm kind of going to get into like how you can like support your natural detoxification system. And guess what? It's like going to be like the not super sexy stuff. And it's not going to be like stuff that you're going to like want to photograph on Instagram. Like I'm sure like people want to show up at like they're doing this like super expensive juice cleanse to show that they're better than other people. Um, but yeah, so our body is naturally designed to detox itself through like the liver, kidneys, lungs, digestive system, and the skin. Um, so the lungs can detoxify by removing gases and then the skin can detoxify by reducing basically the penetration of toxic substances, um, through the skin and however, toxins and oils do penetrate easily through the skin. And then there's the digestive system, which can detoxify by eliminating toxic foods by either, you know, vomiting or diarrhea, and then the kidneys also detoxify by secreting toxins or filtering toxins out of the blood into the urine. And then the liver, which is like the main one that we typically hear about, is that just really detoxifies by changing the chemical nature of many toxins that come in contact with their body. And there's a few different types of toxins that we encounter. So there's endotoxins, which are byproducts that the body makes, such as like lactic acid or feces, and then the exotoxins. And these are going to be more of the ones that come from outside the body. So think about like pollution, chemicals from beauty products and cleaning supplies. And so it's really important that you support your liver to help make sure that it can do its job and just like support your overall health in general so that all of these systems can work in, you know, work together in a symbiotic relationship to actually properly detoxify itself. Um, and so a few ways that you are able to support your natural detoxification system. Again, these are going to be like the things that are boring and you have to be consistent with, and it's like not fun and it's not sexy. And it does take a little bit of discipline here and there, but you know, it's something that is worth it because who knows how you might end up feeling in 60 years from now. I know I want to be like healthy and thriving and not being dead on my deathbed. Um, so the first one, is going to come as no surprise is limiting alcohol. So our liver does metabolize around 90% of the alcohol that we consume. And through this process, it forms into acetylhyalate, which is a toxin that our body obviously does not want in it. And so through this process, it's then converted into acetate, which is then secreted from the body. And so excessive drinking can severely damage your liver function by causing fat buildup, inflammation, and scarring. Thus, like resulting in your liver not being able to carry out its necessary tasks and roles beyond just, you know, metabolizing and removing the toxins from, from alcohol. And, you know, it's not like if you drink like one glass of wine or if you go out for drinks once, like you're totally screwed, but like, it's definitely like that habitual routine of constantly drinking alcohol. So just like be mindful. And I think like most CMOS girlies probably are, and a lot of you guys likely are sober curious, but I don't want to like totally scare you away from drinking alcohol because like full transparency, I still do. And I think like you can still be responsible and take care of your health while still consuming alcohol. Um, next will be sleep. So when we sleep, our brain reorganizes and really recharges itself as well as like removing a lot of the toxic uh, waste byproducts that accumulate throughout the day. And one of these byproducts is something called beta amyloid. And this byproduct particularly and contributes to the development of Alzheimer's disease. And so deep sleep deprivation can cause toxins to really build up, including beta amyloid, and thus result in various health problems, such as like stress and diabetes, to name a few. So definitely focus on getting your eight to nine hours of sleep and like really make sure that like those eight to nine hours are like actually high quality sleep. Like if you're constantly waking up throughout the night, you know, that's something to maybe take a look at. Or if you have a really 
you know, if you have an issue falling asleep right away, or if you constantly are like waking up early, no matter what time it is that you go to bed, those are definitely things to look into in terms of your overall sleep hygiene and sleep health. And then hydration is going to be another huge one. So water, you know, it supports our body temperature, lubricates joints, aids digestion and nutrient absorption. And then it also detoxifies our body by removing waste products. And this is really because the waste in our body is often released in the form of like carbon dioxide and urea, which can cause health issues. Again, if they build up in the blood and our body is fully capable of removing these toxins. However, like water is able to better transport these wastes so that it is. So it's really crucial that you stay hydrated. So again, like a really good thing to keep a look at is the, the color of your pee. If it's super duper dark and yellow, that means you're likely very dehydrated, or you might've just taken a lot of B vitamins that you're peeing out and, you know, make sure that you're also adding electrolytes to your water. You don't want to just be drinking a ton of tap water or just like water that is, doesn't contain electrolytes. Cause you can, you know, end up having electrolyte imbalances and then Limiting the consumption of sugar and processed foods. Again, like these foods can lead to metabolic dysfunction and insulin resistance, which can then evolve into other diseases such as like obesity, cancer, diabetes, heart disease, you name it. And all these diseases really hinder the body's ability to naturally detoxify itself because you're sort of in the process of you're constantly eating these super processed foods. You can develop fatty liver disease, and this is where fat builds up in the liver and essentially causes like inflammation and could result in liver failure in really extreme cases. Again, if you're going to eat like a donut here and there, you're fine, but it's more like if you're eating the standard American diet day in and day out, like you likely are going to have some sort of fatty liver disease and like a lot, a greater percentage of the population definitely has it than a lot of people recognize. So something just to be mindful of. And then like lastly, focusing on prebiotic and probiotic rich foods and antioxidants because again, our digestive system is part of the body's natural detoxification system and the intestinal cells have a detoxification system in itself that protects the gut from harmful toxins. So really make sure you're supporting the gut through, you know, diversifying the microbiota, eating a lot of different fermented foods, taking a probiotic, maybe if you want, and then also making sure that you feed the gut bacteria, prebiotic foods. So again, these are particular fibers that are found in like bananas, leeks, artichokes, um, just so those healthy gut bacteria can live and survive. And then antioxidants as well as they protect your cells against damage caused by molecules called free radicals or like other toxins. So eat your berries, turmeric, green tea, coffee, beets, dark chocolate, carrots, just to name a few, just about every vegetable will have some sort of health benefit, but a lot of them also contain antioxidants as well. So then kind of getting into like the dangers of detoxes overall, like they're obviously very dangerous if you go crazy about it and they are all, you know, typically incorporate some sort of low calorie diet. And these are really just like strictly shortcuts. A lot of the detoxes that you get sold online and they really don't provide any long-term benefits. And most of the detoxes too, like they rarely specify the particular toxins that they're even removing. And I think a lot of people who do go into a detox cleanse, like don't even fully know what it is that they're trying to, to cleanse or remove from their body as well. And really just at the end of the day, detoxes really involve a really severe caloric restriction, aka you're just going to be losing water weight, which has nothing to do with removing toxins and like water fast can lead to severe electrolyte imbalances. It can um, cause a thing called hypoatremia, which is where like the sodium levels in your blood are so low that it causes cells to swell. And like a few different symptoms of this can be like tiredness, cramps, seizures, you name it. 
And then like fasting detoxes too. So there is minor evidence that shows that like time restricted eating or intermittent fasting can be beneficial for some populations, just like Kate kind of mentioned, because you're kind of giving your body a break from digestion and letting it heal itself. And it's also then training the body to use ketones from fat for energy versus like glucose, which can be good for people who are maybe insulin resistant or are maybe at risk for, you know, heart disease, diabetes, you name it. And this can then trigger fat loss. But like most people, like Kate mentioned earlier, is that like so many people end up regaining the weight back once they resume normal eating, because all you're doing is just like eating a super low calorie diet. Your body's adapting, your metabolism slows down because your body's realizing, oh, wow, I actually don't need to work to process all this energy that I used to be consuming. And you're also losing weight. So through that, your body just requires less, less energy overall, but then you're also not building muscle at the same time because also it'd be impossible to build muscle because you're not eating any protein. And so you're not really making your body more efficient at burning calories or utilizing energy. And so that's why a lot of people just kind of end up reverting back to where they started. And that's really where like the whole, the whole yo-yo dieting can really come into play. And also too, like you're going to experience vitamin deficiencies and like a lot of these detox detox pills are not going to be regulated. So you have no fucking idea what you're putting into your body and like all of these skinny teas and like detox teas are like so scammy and come from like really questionable websites. And I think too, one thing that people probably don't talk about enough is just like the long lasting impact on mental health that detoxes can have. And just because there's so much obsession with calorie counting and like really enforcing strict rules around like when you can and cannot eat and like what times you should or should not eat. Like I know definitely when I was in the depths of my eating disorder, I probably like looked up like detox diet plans and it was probably like a long list of rules and like having access to that information at a really young age is like really, really damaging. And like, I definitely probably implemented some of that when I was like in the depths of my eating disorder. And so, you know, I think it's just like important to educate on the dangers. And I wish I was educated on the dangers of detoxing or just like any severe caloric restriction when I was so impressionable at such a young age. I totally agree. It's a slippery slope. And I think healthy eating and like, I've heard people talk about this on podcasts and social media and stuff. Like there's a lot of things in the healthy eating space that are kind of mimicking a lot of anorexic talk, a lot of eating disorder talk, but it seems like, oh, this can't be problematic because it's in the name of health. Like I'm going on a juice cleanse because I want to be healthy and I want my skin to glow. But like the underlying tension there is like, you are trying to lose weight rapidly and you're trying to find a quick fix for it. And that's like all to say there's no blame of anyone falling down that rabbit hole. Like Emma said, both of I, both of her and I have been there and have like fallen to it. It's more about like informing people of the dangers and the risks and the unsexy stuff. Like I talked about this a few episodes ago, but like the more and more we see people that have been praised for being extremely thin come out and be like, hey, I was really fucking unhealthy when I was at that weight. Like I had XYZ health complications that like you couldn't see when I was, you know, um, filmed in this movie or something like that. Like whenever celebrities have to rapidly lose rate for a role, actors and actresses, they should be talking about like, this is not good. And this is like led to a lot of other stuff, um, the internal blood work stuff. So yeah, it's very common to feel like pressured to go on these things, but just know that you're probably not benefiting. Um, so to get into kind of like Emma said, that a lot of the dangers, here are some things that I would reframe 
there are some things that can be good about juices as an example. Like there are some things that are obviously bad. Some things are good. So like the weight that you lose, like Emma said, this is like all water weight and it can fuck up your metabolism once you return to like eating solid food again. Detox diets are very low in protein. It's a very important macronutrient to support a lot of life functions. One thing about juices is like whenever I've consumed a juice, it has always been in like in addition to what I've been eating throughout the day. Like if I'm going to have a juice, cause it sounds refreshing, I'm still eating my normal meals and snacks throughout the day. Like you can benefit from this increased intake of vitamins and minerals from juice fruits or veggies or any sort of supplements. Like I take athletic greens in the morning for me. It's like, it's not just a greens powder. It's like a multivitamin probiotic, whatever, but it still does have like broccoli sprout powder in it. Like I still am getting that benefit, but I'm not relying on that to be like all of my nutrition for the day. Like if I was just going on a juice cleanse, as Emma said before, like cleanses and detoxes are very low in calories. It can leave you with very little energy. Your body has to adapt, has to fuck up your metabolism once again and your blood sugar levels. And it's just really dangerous. I see a lot of people in New York doing this type of shit and working out. And like when you're working out, you are sweating a lot. You are getting dehydrated. Now you're doing this juice cleanse, dehydrating yourself even more. Like that is a hospital bill. That's not like a fun, sexy thing to like look a good way, like look hot at like your Pilates class or some shit. That is like one fuck up away from like you ending up in the hospital so it's like really dangerous to go down this stuff um and another thing that like i've seen some people do the detoxes and stuff and like kind of drink bone broth throughout the day if they're doing like a food elimination thing once again that would be in the supervision of like a dietitian or a nutritionist or something like that if you were struggling a lot with like feeling like you can't eat anything and you have severe bloating and stuff like that. If you are doing a food sensitivity thing where you eliminate certain foods, you're probably going to be on like a more liquid based diet. And then you're going to reintroduce like, okay, is it going to be the meats? Is it going to be the grains? Is it the dairy that's breaking me out? And like reintroducing those trigger foods. So that would be the only place where I really see this like juice kind of water cleanse thing. Like, being beneficial obviously there are like religious and cultural practices that involve fasting as we mentioned before so there is like significance in that realm so in conclusion like there are a lot of toxins in the world we live in now like the processed foods we eat the bad lifestyles that like the average american has to live like being on our phones and whatever's going on in the environment right now um but things like exposure and pollution and toxic waste like as i mentioned before the global things related to toxins those are huge and like a celebrity selling you skinny tea is not going to fix that like the fact that we've had all this pollution in new york city specifically if i drink detox tea that is sure as hell not going to like counterbalance that um even though it seems like a fun sexy fix and as emma mentioned in the earlier part like our bodies are masters of being in homeostasis we have a liver we have kidneys it's a phenomenon that our body does what it can to perpetuate a stable healthy condition it's always trying to get back to homeostasis and so if you do some sort of week long juice cleanse yeah your might body your body might change in that week but week 2 it's going back to what it was doing unless you're implementing these like unsexy long life changes that would be like moving more throughout the day, eating more vegetables, sleeping better, like the stuff that we talk about that is not that sexy. Yeah, exactly. And like, we're fully here for, you know, wanting to optimize your health in any way that you can. And like, let's say you're already doing the amazing, beautiful things to support your detoxification system. There's other things that you can also do that are maybe like CMOS release 2.0. And one of that could be lymphatic drainage. We got a few questions on this and we did do a full episode on lymphatic drainage and like whether it's hippie woo woo or not. And so definitely go back to that one. I feel like I learned a lot from it. This is like one area that I don't really 
kind of consider like a lot of like the massaging and cupping and acupuncture and a lot of like those Eastern practices I haven't fully adopted into my own personal life, mainly because I just like can't justify to spend the money on them. And I'm just like bad at staying consistent with routines. But I know a lot of girlies do love lymphatic drainage and gua sha. So let's just kind of get into that and how that plays into our overall detoxification episode. Um, so the lymphatic system is like our body's own sewage system, and it's a subsystem of circulatory of the circulatory and immune system. And so really the main function here is to remove excess fluid, which is like lymph from the body tissue and to pump it back up into the bloodstream. Um, and this lymph fluid contains like white blood cells, and it really just helps the body get rid of like toxins and waste. But unlike blood, which flows in a continued loop, the lymph fluid actually only flows in one direction up to the neck and towards the heart. Um, and the lymph, the lymphatic system includes things such as like your vessels, lymph nodes, spleens, tonsils, to name a few. And so the, since it does only flow upwards, it can easily get like trapped or blocked or built up. And that's why you have to kind of focus on the drainage to help like drain the liquid back down. And if your lymphatic drainage or lymphatic system is backed up, it can really lead to like toxin waste buildup and a weakened immune system. Um, and the lymphatic system really relies on this like, contraction and relaxation of the muscles and joints to help move that lymph. So that's why it's a lot of like massaging movements with like the gua sha. But this is also why like physical movement can help. Like I always forget that like, oh yeah, me walking is kind of helping me support my lymphatic, you know, drainage system. And this could even include other things like yoga and jumping up and down, you know, jump roping. And it doesn't really have to be like super crazy intense movements to really get this process working and moving because, you know, just walking simply will help push the fluid through the network of channels. But there's, you know, other things you can do such as dry brushing, which the coarse bristles when in contact with the skin can help encourage the lymph to move in the underlying tissue that's underneath the skin. I'm really like the key here with whether it, you're doing dry brushing or gua shine is like really consistency. Um, dry brushing and gua sha, I do feel like in media can tend to get questioned or by, you know, other professional practitioners in the space for their validity and claims. But like these practices have definitely been around for centuries and they're really rooted in like ancient Chinese medicine. So there still remains a lot of cultural significance, like Kate kind of mentioned early on in the episode. And I think if you're completely shunning all of these like practices or rituals and even just like fundamental ideas, you're really doing those communities like such a disservice. And, you know, the West has really co-opted these practices and have spun them into like these luxe treatments that are like $200 appointments for you to get like brushed by a lady in some like white linen set. Um, and they kind of brand it as like this act of personal self-care that like typically now like the only really the upper middle class can really afford and like those who have ties to these cultures and possess the most knowledge in terms of like dry brushing and other ancient um Chinese medicine practices are like people who can't really afford these practices anymore so something definitely just like to keep in mind like you can definitely incorporate dry brushing but like if you're going to buy a dry brush or if you're going to buy a washa like maybe actually purchase it from someone who has like ties to like you know Chinese culture like someone who like actually comes from that region versus like some like white woman who's like trying to sell you a gua sha that she definitely probably bought off of like alibaba and is like selling it for two times the price of like what it actually is yeah it's hard i know a lot of like obviously small brands get ripped off just by like bigger ones too um so let us know in the comments if you are like specifically know any gua sha brands or stuff like that i could probably name a few off my hand but i don't know if they are like the og ones but any sort of like lymphatic uh you know, massage professionals that you may know if you want to shout them out, let us know in the CMOS Girlies world and we will happy be happy to support them. 
the last thing I wanted people to think about, because I was thinking about this, um, just like labels and greenwashing and all of that stuff. Like, what does the word detox mean when it comes to a product or a juice cleanse from like a regulation standpoint? Because you'll see like, I mean, I was talking about this the last week when we did this, the air quality episode of like pollution targeted skincare. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Does that actually mean anything? Or is that 150% marketing? And so when it comes to like detoxifying, like detoxifying clay mask. Okay. I get the idea that like detox is a verb. You're getting rid of the impurities, whatever. But like, what is the scientific threshold it would have to meet to like detoxify you if that's on like a juice cleanse or something? Like there's clinical studies to prove that seven people have shit their brains out from this juice cleanse. Like what the hell would be the the thing that these brands are just slapping detox on their product. So there's no legal definition when it comes to what the word detox means. So anytime you see that on a powder, like that one from Sakara life, that like fucking scam, like brand, whatever the hell, or any sort of juice blends or something like that, they're not, there's no basis of what will actually happen to your body. It is complete tr- like individual experience of what's going to happen when you get on this protocol. Um, herbs and supplements like obviously have benefits and there's science to show that these things work. And then that's how medicine happens. Like we go through it, we test people. And even before we had like clinical studies, we tested it on populations, got anecdotal data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we refer to something like a detox or a supplement that doesn't it's not even like medicine. It means that there's no sort of evidence behind it. Like no one has tested these products on hundreds of people and see if their their kidneys have like processed this pro- like this product in the same way. It's it's just like anecdotal shit. Um, and the U.S. the FDA and also the FTC they've taken action against several companies in this space that are selling these detox and cleansing products. And here are the three reasons why. One, a lot of them have contained illegal and potentially harmful ingredients. I saw a video the other week that you can buy detoxes on Shein, like, and you can buy like birth control on Shein and you can buy pregnancy tests on Shein. I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. what is going on? That's, that's really scary. Um, second thing, this lawsuits have happened against companies because they're marketed using false claims that they could treat serious, serious diseases. And I think this is where like the right wing wellness people come in where they're like, oh my God, I went and I did a detox cleanse and it cured my cancer pathways. And I'm like, Nothing you said in the sentence is actually like a a real, you're just throwing words in a sentence and putting in a random generator. And like, that's the sentence that you come out with. Someone could literally be like, I wanted a juice cleanse and it detoxed me from Lyme's disease. Like there's a lot of like jargon that goes around. And so detox as a verb, like literally doesn't mean anything. Like it can't mean it's going to treat a disease. And the last thing, there's been some medical devices used for colon cleansing and they were marketed for very like unapproved, like not real uses. And so the FDA has stepped in to sue these companies. But it's a point where like, yeah, our government can barely do anything about like real structural issues. And so like products that have detox on them are like very low of the list, unfortunately. So yeah, I would just say like any product that has the word detox on it, like you can't expect it to actually do anything. And I think the overall message is that like, even if it is something as simple as putting cayenne and lemon juice and maple syrup and drinking that as your breakfast, even if you think like, oh, I can't hurt myself. Like that's just water and some spices and shit it can really harm you. It can really harm your metabolism. It can really harm like any sort of progress you've made in health and wellness. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that steers me away from this type of shit. It's like, I have worked so hard to recover from an eating disorder. Even if this shit seems enticing for like 25 seconds of like, I'm going to go on a little cleanse. Maybe I'll look certain way that I have in my head. 
no, a lot of the internal stuff is the reason why I like stick to my guns and I don't fall down these rabbit holes. And I think that's just something to keep in mind that like, even if it seems very holistic, very hippy dippy and like not that intense still can harm you. And you should consider the cons as much as you consider the pros with this stuff. Yeah. Nothing is worth, nothing is worth, in my opinion, like feeling like shit for three days to like only live off of like 800 calorie juices. Like that actually sounds like my living hell. Yeah, um, no. Like, no, don't, don't do that. CMS release. Definitely just support your body in healthy ways. Keep on doing what you're doing. You don't need a detox. Your body's there to do it for you. Just, you know, let your body do the job and let yourself just like be goofy on TikTok. Period. Um, let your body just hang and don't worry about the crazy stuff. Um, live your, live your free little CMS release life. Um, but that's the episode on detoxing. Pleasure to pot with you, dog. Yeah. It was super fun. I feel like, I mean, we potted last week, but I'm like, wow, it feels like it's been forever. Yeah. Yesterday we were just social animals at the picnic. Em and I were fatigued from being on all day. Um, so yeah, if you saw like one of us, maybe like take a step away from the group and just kind of be in <laughs> our own little world, it wasn't because we hated you. It was just because we both have like social batteries that are non-existent and just need moments to recharge and to regather ourselves because ooh, our, our brains, our bodies are not used to that. Yeah. And you know, it's also a hot day. I know that I get like heat sickness not sickness but i get fatigued and tired a little bit so a lot of complicating variables but we had a blast and we hope to do more of them um yeah so if you live in new york definitely definitely keep your ears peeled your eyes peeled for announcements also we're going to be making merch um i told that to some of the girlies there so keep your eyes peeled on the instagram once again and um so many cmos girlies updates for y'all Yeah, I know. Super exciting. Make sure you share the podcast, like the memes, and we'll catch you here next week. Catch you on the flip side. See you, CMOS girlies. Have a beautiful, healthy week, and we'll talk to you soon.